Hey guys, it's Lynn right back here with you on Seriously. You can find me coming to you most days from right here at anchor.fm front slash seriously, or better yet, add me to your favorite podcast app. If you haven't found me yet, search me out under Seriously Total Health and Wellness so you don't miss out on any new podcasts. And if you are on Apple iTunes, make sure you hit the subscribe button on my podcast page. So I want to talk to you guys really quick about something that's not um, the most popular thing. And let's be honest, I just said, let's talk about something really quick. If you've been hanging out with me in my podcast, you know, nothing with me is really quick. But I want to talk about the school shootings. And I want to talk about what's going on. Now, I have two teenagers. I'm not going to lie to you. I really do at times feel nervous that they're going to school um, because I don't feel that there is enough done uh, in the way of security. And so I've had these conversations with my kids over the years at when school shootings have occurred, when violence at school has occurred. And I I wanted to have an open dialogue with them because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't being an alarmist. I wanted to make sure that they were fully aware. And I also, for my own sake, is to see if I could pick their brains about what was really going on at school. My kids and I have a pretty good relationship where I think they pretty much tell me anything. I know there's always going to be something that they're not going to tell me, which is totally fine. Like, uh, mom, you look pretty fat in those pants, but God bless them. They know what to say and what not to say. But as far as school safety, um, it's something that we do talk about a lot. And I'm going to talk about some un popular points of view and I will caution that while you listen to my the, my next comments if you don't like what I have to say that's fine my main reason for doing this podcast and talking about the subjects that I do is to get you to think to give you another point of view so that we all can make informed decisions and possibly do things differently. I won't absolutely buy into nastiness. So if you do want to have an information exchange, let's keep it civil. There doesn't need to be profanity. There doesn't need to be name calling or anything like that. So I just wanted to get that out of the way first. But So we talk about what happened in Parkfield or Parkland, excuse me, in Florida, because it's all over the news. You have the kids who are marching. Um, you had the walkouts. Now here's my thing. We have kids who want to have their voices heard. And while I think walkouts are good, you know, from talking not only to my kids but to their friends and and listening I'll tell you what you want to hear some shit that's going down just go and 
sit in your car at school pickup time and you will hear all kinds of shit if you just listen and pay attention. This is a topic that is at the forefront of all these kids' minds. But for a good chunk of kids, a walkout for them was, well, fuck it, we don't need to be in class, so let's go do this. That was the motivation to do the walkout. So my thought was, why isn't there a more constructive way? Why wouldn't the school say, let's do something. Let's take back the power. Let's figure out something that would be more constructive to do to address this issue. Why not have a town hall meeting at school? Why not have a town hall meeting where the administrators, the campus security, if you, that's what they're called. I I think they're, it's called something else, but they're campus security and the local police chief and also some mental health practitioners come in and have conversations where kids can voice their concerns, ask questions and feel as if they're being heard. The one thing I will tell you is I don't believe this is totally a gun issue. Do I think that um, military-grade assault rifles should be readily, easily, easy for people to buy? Yeah, not really. What, do you, what are you literally fucking going to do with one of those things? Um, you can't hunt with it. I mean, unless you are hunting some big shit, like, I don't know, bear, but I, don't, I mean, I'm not a big hunter, so I wouldn't know. But the one thing that my kids said that I heard from other kids is that it's not about guns. It's not always about guns because if someone wants to do something, they're going to find a way to do it. Just like at a neighboring town, a kid didn't have access to guns. So he brought a butcher knife to school and attacked a kid. It's not about the guns. It is about mental health. And you know what would be awesome is if we had some sort of mental health, like actual trained mental health practitioners on site that can help guide, evaluate. Because no kid gets to this point of shooting their classmates without showing signs. If you go back and you look at all of the kids who committed crimes over the last several years, they all displayed behavior that was indicative of being at risk. Now at my kid's school, there's a watch list, but nothing is really done about it because you can't infringe on their rights. You can't have, the fuck you can't. These are kids are at risk. These are kids who have made viable threats to other kids, to teachers. But nothing can be done wrong. If we want actual reform, then we need to do the shit that's not comfortable and not um, PC. It's not just about taking guns away. It's not about taking gun rights away. And I really truly believe that's not what this is all about. 
To have a safe environment, you need to really cultivate a safe environment. You can take away the access, but it's always going to be there. It's just like with drugs. You can take it. Drugs are illegal, but somehow people are dying every single day from drug overdose. If someone that troubled has a plan, they're going to do everything they can to execute that plan. So I want you to think about that. Now I'm not, you know, I'm not card carrying pro NRA. I'm I'm not saying that. This is not a public message for that. But what I'm saying is we're not addressing the symptoms. When you say change the gun laws, 90% of this fucking country doesn't follow the rules. So I don't see changing laws really being that effective. I will be damned if I have to buy my kids bulletproof backpacks to save their lives. Because a bulletproof backpack is not going to save my kid from getting stabbed by a knife. By someone who is mentally ill or troubled. What are we doing to address that? Nothing. Mental illness is very, very real. So many kids are troubled. And it's not because of the food. It's not because of, oh, they had too much antibiotics in the food that they're eating. Or they had formula and they weren't breastfed. Enough of the fucking excuses. Home lives are fucked. How many of people are sitting down to the table every night and visiting with their kids? And please don't say, oh, well, I don't have time because, you know, I've got to take this kid to this practice and this kid this. You make the time for what is important. Just like if these schools really wanted to do something about these issues, they would. And don't tell me it's because of lack of resources. Don't tell me it's because of this. There is ways to do things. I am just so over this country not addressing what the real problem is by saying, oh, it's guns. No, it's not just fucking guns. Oh, it's this. No, it's... No. We have a society that relies on social media for doing things such as bullying and buying your toilet paper. Now, whether you want to agree with me or not, instant access is so... So, so, so the downfall of our society. A kid can Google how to make a bomb, how to buy a gun, how to make a fake ID, how to do all kinds of shit. So just because you have stricter gun rules, just because you have stricter rules in place, do you actually think a motivated kid who is that fucked up in the head isn't going to use Google to figure some shit out. We need more support for our kids. We need more emotional support. We need more services to help these kids. In a world where we have parents sitting down 
and they're more into what's going on on who's liking their Instagram shit than if their kid had a good day or not. How do we not see where this is going? Look, my my opinion, I, I'm not I'm not Harvard educated. I went to a JC, which is totally fine and a very good cost-effective option if you're trying to get your degree. But what I can tell you is this is not a fucking Republican thing. This is not a Trump thing. This is not a Democratic thing. This is about a human issue thing. There are kids suffering right now in your town, in your neighborhood. Maybe they've suffered from abuse. Maybe they've been in a foster system. You can't tell me a kid who has been shuffled between homes, foster homes, or is an abusive family just doesn't feel like, I don't have any options left anymore. They will either be destructive to themselves or destructive to others. And I know this because I've seen it. So I want to know what you guys think. I want to know if you really, truly believe that banning something by stricter laws, does it fix the problem or just put a band-aid on the symptom? Is having school resource teams of therapists available on site, is that something that could work? Let's talk. Let's have this, let's have this conversation. I'm so past the fucking media. I'm so over celebrities giving money because, you know, they want to help out. If you want to fucking help out, then give your money to schools so they can hire trained people To help combat this issue. We need to stop the blame. We need to stop the finger pointing. We need to stop the posturing on TV. And we need to do something now. It is far past time. So let's talk. All right, guys. Hopefully I didn't piss you off too much, but I gave you something to think about. My thoughts and comments are my own. They don't reflect anybody but me as a mom. And I hope to hear from you. Have a great one, guys, and I'll see you back right here tomorrow. Bye-bye.